We wanted to take a second to address the current state of our nation and society. Too many black men and women have lost their lives at the hands of the police in the oppressive system we live in. The recent murder of George Floyd is not a wake-up call. It's just the same damn alarm that's been ringing for black men and women for centuries. We stand in solidarity of the many who are fighting, protesting, and raising their voices on the front lines to end police murder and brutality and systemic oppression of black people. Black lives matter. It's impossible for us not to address this when talking about a league and entity that is made up of almost 70% of black men. Our job as white men is to shut up and listen to the black voices and to amplify them. You can do this by donating to the many amazing organizations fighting this fight day in and day out, including Black Lives Matter, Campaign Zero, and Freedom Funds based in your city. Our podcast is designed to bring some fun and joy for a sliver of your day. Stay safe. We love you all. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. Now he runs the opposite way. He runs at the 50. He runs at the 40. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Welcome to Debates on Tap Presents Football, the show. But why do you even ponder passing? I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. I mean, Sam Darnold needs five downs to get a first down. Bears season's going to end on a double doink. Baker Mayfield is better at throwing to the other team. Giants are coming off a worse week than Harvey Weinstein. Would you hire Bill O'Brien to do anything? No. Not not in a million years. Would you you hire him to coach a football team? (laughs) Not an entire professional football team, no. Would you hire him to be the offensive coordinator of a championship winning college football team? You know... If they were already a powerhouse and you were just go like, Bill, just go out and do, just call some plays. Sure. Okay. Would you hire him to be your wedding coordinator? No. Well, then why would you hire him to be your offensive coordinator? <laughs> your wedding offended me is what I'm trying to say. <coughs> <laughs> Welcome to the NFL show. Uh, I don't think I have ever introed it like that. Yeah. Uh, very strange. Very it's strange true. feeling. But uh, I'm Brian. I'm Brendan. And we are here to talk all things Chiefs. And around the NFL on the last week of the season. This, of course, being week 18. The last official week of the season before the playoffs start next week. Which we've got some uh, we've got some shit to say. Uh, man, I've never <laughs> been more disappointed and irritated. Just frustrating. I've, I told this to Brendan, and this is a true fact. This is, because uh, I know this is a football fans, you know, a lot of people are like an L is an L, W is W. Right, right. right. And that's. I think you, you were saying that last I'm week. one of the, I, I did say that. I, I believe that. I'm one of those people. But here's the thing. I've, I've blamed the referees in a football game <laughs> two times in my life. One time, I believe, was 2017 at a, a, in a Raiders game yep, yep. where the Raiders got six tries at fourth and goal. Right. Or five tries at fourth and goal. Some, something outrageous because there was just call after call after call, whatever it was. Right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, they ended up winning that game. Brennan and I were at a restaurant a brewery, now defunct, called McCoy's in Kansas City. Uh, the, the chefs were Raiders fans, and they were hitting their spatulas on the grills, and I wanted to burn that place down on they the spot. They were being very unprofessional. Very unprofessional. <laughs> it's probably why it closed. That, that, that game is why they closed two years after that. Uh, the second game that I blame the referees would be the 2021 matchup between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, sure. Now, it's easy to say, and it's easy. To, I I even agree with the statement. Is it never should have been in the refs' hands. Yes. Should have been far gone. We were up 21 plus points at one point. Right. 
So when you're up three scores in a game and it comes down to referee calls, mistakes were made before that, right? However, when you're down one score and the refs are making the same calls that got you down to this, this area... I think there's something to be said about the effect that referees can have and, and, and things that should be reviewable or looked at not by the referees and only by the people up top making yeah, that tape. To be, like, to be called down real fist and be like, actually, no, that's that's too much of a swing. Yep. Because, because I think, and I would agree, Brian, the Chiefs, A, there's several instances they should never should have put themselves in this position anyway. In the second half, they had the ball three times. They three punt, times they punted, in 30 punted, minutes. Punted twice. One of those punts, I think, is an you atrocious hated call. You hated it. Um, and then like kicked a field goal, right? I think. They only scored three points in the second half. So that in and of itself, that's at not least good. six more points at the minimum that you did not score that could have won the game, yeah. right? On the other hand, I think stripping out a many bad calls, which I think there, there are two for sure missed calls that the refs made where Joe Burrow had a false start, mm-hmm. but they called on Chris Jones because Chris Jones was reacting to Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. And then on the goal line, there was the left guard who left clearly guard, yep. jumped off. There, I think every Chiefs defensive player was trying to call it out, but they did not call it. Those two were egregious. But I think what really frustrates me the most is that if you're going to allow Jamar Chase to play very he's a very physical strong wide receiver if you're going to allow him to play physical and push off shove hand fight play football with the def- i with, mean we'll call it with the defensive football. backs yeah. and not call anything on him but be extremely ticky tacky and call fouls on the defensive backs i think there's some give and take there that i, I think is inappropriate you know where i will for sure say yes those handful of calls i think are on the refs, right? Yeah. Yep. And I think I sent Brian, like, uh, they had a whole thing where they said uh, up to 60% of the referee calls cha- literally changed. Well, what it was was the course the, of the game. I can't the, remember what exactly it was. It was the win probability. Yeah, that's what it was. Went from like 80% to the Chiefs down to 30%. Which is because a, of the biggest swing, I think, that week or Because yeah. of first downs given right. by penalties. Which. You know, and the one on the goal line is the one I'm thinking because we did yeah. we made we made them go from first and goal to fourth and goal, right? And then they got another fourth and goal, and then they got first and goal, right? On like the one, which at that point you're just like with like 20, 30 seconds left, and you're like, okay, which I understand. There's a couple of bad decisions, clock management, decisions. clock management decisions. I I don't agree with. Um, whenever you have the Bengals third and twenty seven. And you call basically a zero cover zero blitz. Yeah, we left with, our guys on an island. With how much Jamar Chase was lighting up the receiver. I mean, he was mossing receiver. Whenever I say moss, it means he Joe Joe Burrow was just throwing the ball anywhere the, at that way. <laughs> Again, anywhere. And Jamar Chase was catching it. No matter what the coverage looked like. I mean, Traverius Ward had great coverage a few times. Rashard Fenton had got uh, they, it was that yeah. that was egregious. And and later on, Steve Spagnolo said we are basically blitzing them because the distance where they were on the field, we were trying to, we were acting like it was a third and six. Yeah, which is okay, but the all-out blitz without any help with what Jamar Chase is doing, that is inappropriate. And I, I said this at the time, and I'll say it again: if they would have dropped one of those blitzers I'm back on Jamar Chase, you, just give it would have been fourth and twenty-seven. Because I, 
the game plan initially, which was working, was take away all options from Joe Burrow except for Jamar Chase. Yep. See if he can beat you at Jamar Chase, which he did. He did. Okay. Second half comes around. And then pressure the fuck out of Joe Burrow, which was working. Until it, until it didn't. Well, <laughs> until I mean, it was the, working because Jamar Chase was beating us. Correct. Yeah. And and again, there was no adjustment on. Hey, let's just put Tyron over there just to help anybody else. Anyone yeah. else? Even I would even if Traverse Ward and Dan Sorensen <laughs> just were on him, just shadow him. Okay, that was bad. And then on the goal line, I understand you have. It was almost two minutes left. You had them at a first and goal at like the three yard line or whatever, and you stop them. Stop them. You miss a penalty to to stop them again to back them up yeah. again. Well, on, wasn't like, that when it was Burrow third and one on third and six? I know that their left guard. Uh, oh, oh, we we got a penalty on us. We got offside. Got, yeah, 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 right, right. Um, but didn't their left guard? Isn't that when he jumped off? That's when he false started, and yeah. they didn't call anything. They didn't call let anything. the play yeah, go, yeah. I and then that then we had the offsetting penalty. Blah blah blah. Yeah. So I understand from a from a game management standpoint, you have. To almost two minutes left, you have them a, a great defensive stops over and over again. Over and over, yeah. Uh, you have Patrick Mahomes. You have two timeouts. I understand. Hey, if we can just stop them repeatedly, force a field goal or nothing at all, we can get the ball in our boys' hands and go. Yep. But whenever they get the first down, then it becomes just let them fucking score. Yep, like don't sure. just stop what you're doing and just let them score. Like give just get Pat, the ball back. Give Patrick forty minutes or so forty that, seconds. That's what I, I I'm just baffled by that. And then I'm baffled by you know the lack of adjustments of any help over the top things like that. But I mean the the Bengals game is just very frustrating because now I think it, it's frustrating for a couple of reasons. One, the number one seed. Yeah, that's going to be tougher to get now because now we'll Almost talk about impossible. We'll we'll talk about here in a second. But we need. The Texans beat the Titans, which ha- which happened early in the season. Yeah. But who knows if that's going to happen now. Um, but this kind of changes kind of um, the flavor and the tone of the playoffs now because now that the Bengals have beaten the Chiefs, you look at the playoff field and the Chiefs are one and four for AFC playoff teams. Yeah. And it's and now they're not getting the off week, you know, things like that. And it's like, Okay, <laughs> but when you when you if if they broke it down, if we did win, right, right, and we break it down, and now the Chiefs are two and three against <laughs> AFs. I mean, I don't really. It's not that big of a jump, right, to make them two and three versus one and four. To me, it's it, where you still where you still view the quote unquote best team in the AFC, sure, as like they're not doing well against playoff teams, which. Okay, great. Remember the right. Tampa Bay Buccaneers from last year? Yeah. They, they got lost, in on they a wild lost, card. They lost twice to the Saints. They lost to the Packers in the regular season and then beat the Chiefs, both those teams in the playoffs. And then the Chiefs fucked them up in the regular season. Right. And then they fucked the Chiefs up in the Super right. Bowl. So it's one of those things where it's like, okay, you can say all these all these numbers. Yeah, the Chiefs have not had a great regular season against these teams. Right. But at the end of the day, and this is what I've been saying for the past few weeks because the Chiefs have been struggling. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Is that the playoffs are a game by game basis? Yeah, it doesn't matter what happened in the regular season. It doesn't matter that and, we split the series with the Chargers. And, and all of the reasons why the Chiefs were losing a lot of games early on are things they've cleaned up. All the drop passes, all yeah. the inconsistently inconsistency with Patrick Mahomes playing, and you know Pat not trusting the offensive line, you know things like that, and then the defense gelling. And the only thing that came back in this game, I'll say, mm-hmm. was the drops. There yes, were a few there key were a drops. A couple big drops. Because yes. I won't blame the defense as much because of how many first downs the Bengals were I, given by I the would, refs. I would blame 
Yes. The, Spag. The, I would blame Steve Spagnuolo. Yeah. Because the the adjustment, the issues were not the players and how they're performing. Because yeah. I said this game would be decided by Chris Jones on the interior. Chris Jones was a wrecking ball in yeah. the interior. They, they were pressuring consistently and hitting him and sacking him with just four guys, right? The issue was there was no adjustment on the back end of stopping Jamar Chase, yeah. and that's what sucks. And I would agree with you. When it comes to the playoffs, if for some reason we see the the, the, the Bengals again, which the main thing I want to talk about, what I think is more important to talk about, is playoff scenarios here in a little bit. Um, if we see the Bengals again, hypothetically, I don't think that will happen again. And no, I think yeah, a yeah. lot of the the turnovers and the, the the drops and things like that are things that have been steadily clean, been cleaned up and not as bad as they were previously. Um, but things that, yes, if we do see some of these teams again, like teams we've lost, like the Titans, the Bills, uh, Chargers one time, um, Bengals, uh, I, I think those issues will be cleaned up and mopped up and will be more competitive, right? Um, I guess what my big worry is just that now you're going in off of back-to-back Super Bowl long seasons, right? And now you're going coming up on another longer season. And players will say, like, that's why the Super Bowl hangover is real because you come off of a longer season through January and then flip around and have to play, you know, another longer season, hypothetically, you know. So I don't, I don't know. I, so that's what kind of worries me and stuff like hasn't that. There, hasn't, haven't the Patriots been the only team to make three Super Bowl appearances in a row? No, the Bills were. Bills were I think Bills 80s, back in the nine, early 90s, 90s or something like that. But, but yeah. If the Bills were one of the teams that's won. Because the Patriots won three in a row. No. Yeah. The Bills did, I think, the, if I remember. The Pats won three in a row, I thought. I'll do some Googling while you do some vampire. But anyway, so we're going to talk about some playoff picture stuff because I think it's fascinating because right now, the number one seat, well, as of this recording, we're recording this Saturday morning, and there's two games, I think. Well, one it's Saturday afternoon, buddy. Yeah, one big game will be, uh, if the Chiefs beat the Broncos, that will help them. But we're now we're waiting on what the Titans are going to do. They didn't. They won 2002 and then 2004 and 2005. Yeah. So they skipped 2003. Yep. I think the only team to ever, I mean, there's well, a, there's like a couple of teams that have won two or three in a row or something like that. So I think it was the Bills. Um, so yeah, so as of this recording, the Titans are in the one seat, so they have the first round bye. If things pan out how we think they will with the Chargers playing the Raiders and basically whoever wins the Chargers Raiders game, that's who's going to be in the playoffs. And more than likely, depending on seating, we will play the Chargers. As of right now, the Bengals will play the Colts and then the Bills will play the New England Patriots. Um, but there's a lot of wiggle room on what could happen so in, much. in a lot of this stuff. The so AFC wild. has like two or three pages of playoff scenarios. The NFC has like one. Yeah, it's <laughs> you wild. Know? Um, so essentially, like Brian and I, we've talked about, is that the Bengals and the Patriots both could hypothetically get the one seed. The Patriots need everyone above them to lose, which, God forbid, could happen. And then the Patriots end up with the one seed. The Bengals also could end up with the one seed if everyone above them loses, like the, the Titans and the, and the Chiefs, as well as uh, the Bills, I think, in theirs too. But also uh, the Baltimore Ravens, they play the, the Patriots Sunday they could also get a playoff berth and be in in the playoffs uh, if they win and Los Angeles loses, Indianapolis loses, and Miami loses their ties. So again, now we're getting into crazy scenarios of of this stuff. But um, I think the main ones we're looking out for are the Raiders going to get in, or the Chargers going to get in, and uh, or in things like and who's going to get the one seat. Whereas on the NFC side, 
the Bengal, the the uh, Packers. I'm sorry, have already clinched the one seed. So now you're just jockeying for uh, uh, playoff scenarios underneath them. And basically, uh, the big thing that's up for grabs right now is the NFC West. So Cardinals, Rams, and 49ers. Uh, Cardinals are could get a uh, uh, clinch the West if they beat Seattle, and the Rams lose and they're playing San Francisco. Uh, but so that's going to be an interesting jockeying of who's going to win, win that, win that thing there. And as well as the craziest thing in NFC is that technically New Orleans could beat, get into playoffs over San Francisco is if New Orleans can win. New Orleans hasn't had a quarterback in, in weeks, yeah. in a week's time, you know? So <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's, that's so interesting to watch out for. Um, there's gonna be a lot of good football on this weekend. Um, because as of right now, like I said, uh, and we'll talk about NFC now, NFC one seed is Green Bay, uh, clinched that. Um, oh, they clinched the one seed. Yeah, they. Okay. So Green Bay already has the one seed. Now we're just looking to see a couple. Were they the one seed last year too? Uh, I think they were actually. Yeah, yeah and then mm. that didn't work out so great. Um, but then this, but then you, underneath them you have the Rams playing Philly, uh, Tampa Bay playing San Francisco, and Dallas playing Arizona. Um, but again, there's a couple of little things that could could mess it up. That's that's as of right now what the playoff scenarios look like. Um, I still think in the grand scheme of things, the chiefs can make it to the Super Bowl. However, <laughs> the chiefs cannot beat themselves over and over and over again. Yeah. And that's what worries me the most with this team, because, you know, you go back and listen to week one of this NFL season, or even in the, in the pre-show, how high we were on the chiefs. And then every week we we're kind of like, huh? What's happening? Like, what's going on with this team? And that the players recognize it. The players know it, you know, and the the defense has finally gelled and come together. And and I think defensively, other than Dan Sorensen on the field playing a safety, there's no true recipe to beat our defense. Yeah. Without our own mistakes and misadjustments happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because again, many, many of the throws, it doesn't matter if it was to Fenton on Chase Dude, or Ward on did Chase. Did not matter. They were in good coverage, like 70% of the time. There was one I'm thinking of, I think it was on that third and 27, where he was in great coverage. Charverius Ward was in his, like, had his arm in between his arms. Yeah. Jamar Chase still caught the ball. Like, insane. Yeah. Insanity. And, and you're looking at a guy who's putting up numbers that Calvin Johnson, comparable to Calvin Correct. Johnson. And that's so, what, Jamar Chase is a wild beast and everything like that. So I'm, I'm, I'm stoked to see what Cincinnati has in that. Um, but the fact that Cincinnati's clinched the AFC North is is amazing and awesome, and I, I can't wait to see what Joe Burrow's future looks like. Um, but again, going back to the Chiefs, I, I just don't see a way that many teams will actively beat down the Chiefs unless the Chiefs much refuse, like, to, refuse adjust. to adjust. And on the flip side, offensively, I mean, the Chiefs are just one of the best offenses in the league unless they're dropping the ball or having... Just crazy things happen. You know that uh, crazy third down where he Mahomes hooked it like I think it was sixty-seven yards in the air, Tyreek and Tyreek dropped just it. Just dropped it. <clears throat> That's fine. That could have changed the game because that was on like and a fifteen-yard line. Big. Let's 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 give a big clap uh, round of applause oh, yeah, yeah. to Joe Tooney. Step yeah. in, stepping up to left tackle, left tackle a position dude. he's never played in his Fucking life. Killed it, honestly. Uh, he did. He had a PFF grade of like eighty or something like. Like he did really well. Yeah. Um, against uh, that guy Trey Henderson, who I talked about last week, because we lost two left tackles in that game. Yeah, Orlando Brown. I think he's good to play. I think it was just he. They were just watching his cap because again, it's you're more looking important at about playoffs, more important about in sure. the future yeah. rather than right this second. 
And then Lucas Nyang uh, stepped up and then unfortunately tore his patellar tendon, so he's out for the season. Um, something to watch out for, Lucas Nyang, unfortunately. We don't talk about injury-prone stuff on this, but this is like one of the second or third big injuries he's had in the past two or three years. Because um, in college, he had that big hip injury, and then he hurt his shoulder in last year, even though he opted out. So he's rehabbing a couple things. And then now, unfortunately, he has torn that patellar tendon. So, But we got, the we got hopefully, uh, Kyle Long will be back. Yeah, or, and then yeah, it's Kyle, uh, right? and then Prince Tewa. I can't remember what his name is. His name is like we have Prince a royalty something. on the team. Yeah, we do. He's another uh, guy. They've been. Uh, he's on the active roster. Kyle Long should be coming back. But I mean, I, and then you know, just for depth is all. Depth, I mean. depth looks good. I, we were both. We saw Nick Allegretti come out there, and we were like, "Oh, oh no!" God. And he, he handled fine. it fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think the chemistry of this offensive line is great. Um, Creed being the anchor is Creed very being helpful. the anchor. Trey Smith over there being a big anchor. Joe Tooney being a Showing that, hey, you pay me $60 million, I'll play where you want me to and do <laughs> yeah, it well. Yeah, yeah. Um, as well as Andrew Wiley quietly playing mm. great right, right tackle right now. So yeah. um, I, I'm stoked to see what this offensive line can do. I am still nervous about guys still dropping the ball yep. and not being able to win matchups. That's okay. You can be nervous. That's what makes me nervous. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, so last couple things we'll talk about. Um, today... Yesterday, this is coming out on Sunday. Out, uh, Sunday, so okay. we will have we will have wa- we will know what the what yeah. the Chiefs' position looks. We're watching like. it in an hour. Um, so yeah, so the so the good thing about the Chiefs is that they're playing a Broncos team who is not g- not good anyway. Um, Patrick Sertain, um, their highlight cornerback, uh, he is not playing. Their other starting cornerback on the other side is also not playing. Um, their linebacking corpse beat up. Um, so if Patrick lights him up, which is good for like uh, reps and for I was gonna say, just let's get the confidence going. You but know, don't be surprised if they get lit up. Don't and but also don't overreact and be like, oh, oh, we're beating the shit out fine. of the Broncos. Yeah, it's like, yeah, okay. it's like, yeah it's the but I think I mean, uh, I I do believe this is a game that we're not going to see a lot of wild stuff. You know, because um, you know we talk a lot about or the the consensus is among. A lot of people is that Reed opens up the playbook as the as the season goes along, which is true. But in the past few weeks, they've not done that, which I think is very interesting. Just because, I mean, the Steelers they didn't have to because they were just able just to beat the shit out of the Steelers straight up. Yeah, the Bengals was more of a drop pass kind of weird game, things like that. And then against the Broncos, I don't think they're they need to do that either. So it'll be it'll be fun to watch. But again, there's so much good football on this week um, that I think will be fun to watch especially playoff wise um because again houston beat tennessee earlier in the or earlier this year it can be done and they're still uh i, I mean henry just started practicing this week this week derrick right. henry uh so he'll be back i think full force during the playoffs yeah but, but i don't i don't know we might see him for one or you know yeah i think he'll be on a pitch count depending yeah. on what the game looks like if they but need they've won some without him so yeah but and this is a funny thing talking about tennessee like their offense and defense their defense is better it's fine their offense is just, you look at some of the numbers compared to last year, taking out Derek, you know, things like that. Their offense is bad. It's not good. Yeah. Um, which honestly, is, we held Derrick Henry to, I think, under 100 yards. Correct. Um, and so their defense is winning them games, but their offense, you, you get a good, straight up fun game against them. And I, and I think, I think the Tennessee Titans will not go forward. And um, it's a division game. It is the Texans. That's why I think it. That's why I think it. It's, it'll be more interesting to watch than not because it is a division game. Then, like we said, Kansas City plays uh, Denver. Cincinnati plays uh, the Browns, which Baker Mayfield is not playing because he's had shoulder 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 surgery. 
And that'll be something we watch in the offseason because Baker going to be back with the Browns next year. Yeah. Because you look at all the pieces they have and who's holding the Browns back. It's Baker Mayfield, yeah. unfortunately. So I like those surly little shit. He has great commercials, but real great. Yeah. I, I think if Baker is hurt in any way, he is holding that team back. Um, so yeah, so Cincinnati plays the Browns and they more so just need that just for seat. Cincinnati just needs to beat Browns for seating, uh, just in case every other team loses. Yeah. They can actually still clinch the one seat. Yeah. Like I talked about wild. that earlier. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Buffalo pay, plays new, uh, New York jets, uh, new England plays Miami dolphins. So that'll be again, just fun stuff to watch, man, for seating purposes, you know, uh, Colts play the Jags, uh, LA and, uh, uh, the Chargers and the Raiders play and basically in a game that will decide of these two teams who goes to the playoffs. Yeah. Um, which would be fascinating to watch. Um, and then, yeah, then NFC wise, it's basically you're just watching the AFC or the NFC West. I'm sorry of the Cardinals Rams and maybe the 49ers to see if those, those teams get in. And that's the big thrust of, of the NFL t- this week. So last one, baby. And then, the playoffs. then the playoffs come and boy, that'll be a wild time, <laughs> I think. But, but I think that's all I have to say. Well, Hey, you know, you said it, you said it well, and you can find us online. You can find us on Instagram debates on pictures, find us on Twitter debates on tap. You can email us. If you don't have any of the social media, you can email us at <laughs> debates on fans at gmail.com. Uh, be happy to hear you. Uh, of course, as always, we didn't mention the Dolphins very much because, you know, we don't want to upset our, our good friend Ty, who I think still technically has playoff hopes. Oh, shit. <laughs> Might just cut, the, cut all that out. Yeah, just, uh, cut, that, just cut that last uh, little bit out. Yeah. <laughs> just mark that. And we'll, see you, we'll see you next week. And uh, <laughs> Brennan, if you will. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Go Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs>